Support for INS Podcasts comes from BD, helping all people live healthy lives. Visit them at www.bd.com. Okay, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Today I'm really pleased to introduce you to Lisa Bonsall. She is a clinical educator with LippincottNursingCenter.com. Um, she has uh, several years of clinic, uh, critical care experience and uh, pursued her master's degree um, and is, uh, specializing in women's health um, nurse practitioner. Lisa, thank you for joining us today. Welcome to our INS podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited very, to talk with you. And we're very excited to have you with us as well. Um, tell me, is there a little bit more you could tell me about your, your personal and, and how you came to be where you're at today? Um, well, I actually, like you said, have a background in critical care, um, and I'm a women's health NP. Um, I actually saw an ad for a clinical editor position in a local nursing publication. I didn't really know what that was, but I was kind of feeling like I needed a change um, in what I was doing, and I like to write, so I thought I would check it out. Um, it worked out great because it was kind of around the time where I was getting married and starting a family, so the schedule was a little bit more conducive to a family life. Mm -hmm. um, How long ago has it been that you joined Lippincott? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, not at all. So it was probably about 15 or 16 years ago okay. um, where I was, I was with a smaller publishing company that eventually kind of morphed into becoming part of the Wolters Kluwer Health and Lippincott Williams and Wilkins Company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, 15, 16 years it's been now. Um, wow. And the job has grown and evolved, and it's fantastic. Excellent. Um, so what is it you, you exactly do um, with Lip I know, Clinical Edge Editor, and um, how, how does that fit in? What do you get to do there? Well, nursingcenter.com is really a portal of Lippincott's nursing journals. Mm -hmm. and all the content around those journals. So what I get to do as the clinical editor is um, make sure that everything is clinically accurate for everything mm -hmm. that we post on the site. I develop some original content, create collections of both articles, of continuing education activities. I put together e-newsletters, um, and I also get to represent Nursing Center at conferences and via social media. Online, So I'm kind of the voice of Nursing Center, awesome. but also of our customers since mm -hmm. I'm a nurse myself. Um, I get to work with a great team. We have other nurses within the company, digital editors, publishers, journal editors. I work with some marketers and designers. Um, so I get to learn a lot about web publishing mm -hmm. um, and some coding, but I also get to stay up to date with nursing and healthcare and connect with nurses all around the world, which is really cool with our social media channels and by blogging. Um, so that's really kind of a neat thing that's only come up in the past, um, what now, I guess six or seven years. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing to see the, the change in, in our, our nursing field because of all the social media and reaching out and learning and hearing about other people in other places. It's incredible. It is incredible. Oh. And, you, you know, it's when you're working in the hospital or in an office or clinic, um, you kind of only see that world, but mm -hmm. now this has opened up so much to see how nursing um, as a profession is internationally and the way people practice, and it's really amazing. 
It is. We have a and lot to learn from each other. Exactly. I think I was just going to say we have so much that we can learn from each other, and um, reaching out internationally has been such a, a huge thing, even here at INS, that um, other countries that we've been working with as well. And, and to me, I can't still wrap my head around how many things nurses can do that aren't actually clinical that add into who we are and what we do as a specialty. Yes, it's amazing. There's so many um, avenues to take with nursing, and there's so many nurse entrepreneurs out there that mm-hmm. I had no idea, you know, of things that we could even do, but it's really a great profession. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting, very, very exciting. So um, I was doing some research for another podcast that I did a while back, and uh, my research really involves a lot of Google. (laughs) I live and die by Google, it seems, some days. And as I was doing that, I came across a video, which happened to be of you, um, talking about nursing care plans. And I was like, oh, no. I, you know, immediately taken back to my nursing training days, and the fear just rose right in me about nursing care plans. You know, they were how, how well you would do in your clinical course and whether or not you were going to pass. And, oh, my gosh, the it, hours and hours. So I, I'm like, why would I even be? I know we need to do these in our daily job and blah, blah, blah. So it, it kind of piqued my interest in, into what this would do f- with, like, certification and, and um, that kind of part of our nursing. I'm like, what is this? So I watched the little video, and pretty quick I'm taking notes like crazy, and I'm just really engaged, and I was fascinated with this idea that, that you really weren't talking about care plans that you utilize at work, but taking that care plan and utilizing it for your private life and for organizing yourself and for getting things together. I found it absolutely fascinating. Um, can you tell me a bit about where that came from and how, what inspired you to use a nursing care plan, of all things, to help with organizing our lives? So my nursing care plan came about during a discussion with our team about New Year's resolutions. We were trying to figure out a way to help nurses get organized for the upcoming year start off on the right foot. Um, We all tend to think of the new year as time for a fresh start and to get organized. Um, So as I started to take down notes of things that I need to do for my own professional obligations um, and my personal life, I thought there's got to be a better way to organize this. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of just, I don't know where it came from, you know, the, the, the fact that we create care plans all the time for our patients. Um, and as nurses, we know care plans, like we know the yeah. format. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why, you know, why not do this for ourselves? And that's really how the format came about. I was kind of jotting down notes and organized it like a care plan, then kind of created some infographics to make it more visually appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the feedback was great, so we decided to make the video. Excellent. And the video is really good. I highly recommend people do watch that. And I'll make sure that I um, post a link to that so that everybody can um, take a look at that at some point, too. Why do you think it's important for us to have this care plan? I mean, honestly, you know, we we go about our lives, we do what we need to do, and, and now we want to organize this part of our life, too. Why, why is it important for us to do this? Uh, well, as we said earlier, there are so many avenues that nurses can take in their career. We all have a different path. We all have different requirements and professional responsibilities. There's no, you know, one 
size fits all for mm-hmm. maintaining all of your requirements um, and staying on track in your own learning and your personal life. Um, so it's a lot to keep track of. It is. You know, even, um, you know, if you ask yourself, what's, what are my professional obligations and requirements for my certification, for my licensure? And it's different from, you know, for me to the nurse that I work with every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you throw in your personal responsibilities and obligations to families and friends, to family and friends, and it's overwhelming. So this mm-hmm. is a way to kind of get organized and stay organized. No, that, that can't hurt anybody at all, can it? <laughs> Not in the least. So um, there are pieces and parts, as we know, to a care plan. Um, how, what are those parts that we need for our care plan, for our nursing care plan? Um, well, after jotting down all my notes, I kind of divide it into three sections. Okay. So, This is the model that made the most sense to me. Um, The first is meeting your professional requirements, and this is really the have-to-do stuff. So Mm -hmm. what do I have to do for my license? What do I have to do to stay certified? What do I have to do to stay stay able to work or Mm -hmm. to meet my professional development requirements within my institution? Um, And the key here really is planning, because I know many nurses, and myself included, who tend to wait until crunch time to get things mm-hmm. done. Yeah. So there's so many ways to meet your requirements. And if you plan out, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to go to this conference or, you know, I'm going to subscribe to this journal and, make, you know, do my CE activities that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other important thing here, <coughs> excuse me, is to allow time to receive certificates, um, oh, to allow yeah. CE providers to contact your state boards of nursing. Um, I'm licensed in in Pennsylvania, and we had a new requirement with my last license renewal where you had to take um, a child abuse recognition and reporting course, Mm -hmm. but you had to take a certain course, and that provider had to get the information to the State Board of Nursing. So if I did it the day before my license was due for renewal, it wouldn't have worked out. It wouldn't have timed out. So you really need to plan ahead. Okay. The second section is lifelong learning. So... Excuse me. Mm -hmm. This actually focuses on the should do stuff, all the stuff that we know it would be in our best interest to get done, um, but maybe it kind of takes a back seat. Mm -hmm. And this is overwhelming to me, too, because I know there are certain organizations I should belong to. I know that it would be in my best interest to get back to school, to be in clinical practice. And like anything else, if you wait for the right time, it's not going to come. So really... This section is about finding a way to make it work for you. Okay. <clears throat> the third section is work-life balance. So this really focuses on self-care. And I, <laughs> I ask you, if anybody has mastered this, please let me know. <laughs> I think, I think um, for me, the whole idea of multitasking really does a disservice. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of deceiving that multitasking is going to allow us to be more productive um, I find it better to focus on one thing and do it well than doing multiple tasks simultaneously, but none of them are our best work. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, sometimes we don't have a choice. We have to multitask, but I'm definitely more productive when I focus on one thing at a time. And when multitasking work and personal life simultaneously definitely does not work for me. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with you there. Um, so in that, in the, in the work-life balance thing, what, what, what do you do that, that helps 
with the work life. I think everybody likes to hear what somebody else is doing. Maybe this can work for me. Maybe that'll work because I'll be honest with you, it's hard for me to do. So any suggestions? (laughs) Yeah, I'll take anything. Yeah, I'm fortunate that I get to work from home. It's really a blessing. Yeah. It's often challenging. Yeah. Um, I block off my calendar and separate work time versus personal time. Um, when I have that personal time, I try to be present, do things with my family, meet up with friends, you know, things that bring me joy, work outside in the yard, read a book. Um, and really being present during family time for us requires everyone putting away devices, including myself. So distracting. Technology is wonderful, but definitely pulls you away from. Oh my gosh, we're so yeah, we're so connected to not only you know our our personal lives with our families and kids and whatnot, texting and messaging, but work. I mean, you can be found twenty four seven with all these devices that connect us anymore. So that's that's an important thing, then, isn't it? To to say that's it. I'm disconnecting from this for a while, so I can focus on the important thing for the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And even being present during that work time is so mm-hmm. important. Um, you know, minimizing distractions. We know what the research shows as far as minimizing distractions during medication administration and having that those no interruption zones. Um, working as a team, I think, is also a key to productivity um, when you're trying to, you know, be present in work. Pitch in, help your colleagues ask for help, delegate, um, and just remember, you don't always have to be multitasking. Right, right. You know, and as I'm sitting here thinking about care plans, um, the care plan for the patient in the hospital or whatever setting we're in, other people contribute to that and make changes to it and, and help with it to make sure that patient's getting what they need at the time they need it. Can we ask other people to help us with our care plan? How weird is that going to sound? No, I think that's a great idea. I think that's wonderful. Um, absolutely. I can only imagine what my family yeah. put into my <laughs> care plan. <laughs> yeah, that may not be such a good thing, actually. <laughs> oh. No, I think that's an excellent point. Yeah, I, I think other people can really contribute. They see things from a different angle than what we do, you know, and you just have to be receptive. And and, uh, and I think the hardest thing is to ask. I, I don't know about anybody else, but to, to know that you're actually to a point where it's like, hey, what do you think of this and can you help me? Do you have any ideas? So I think that's Absolutely. an important thing. Yeah. yeah, as nurses, we're so used to giving, giving mm-hmm. and doing um, that we don't always ask for help or yes. ask for input. Yeah, very, very true, very true. Um, So also with care plans, the whole point in them is to evaluate and see, you know, am I doing the right thing? Is this exactly what is uh, the outcome I expected? And if it isn't, what do I need to change about it? Um, And and you, you have such a shorter amount of time, of course, when you're working with a patient. But this is our life and our work balance area, so it's going to go over a very long time. How often should we be? rechecking in and evaluating and and looking at what we've done and what we need to do? Um, I think monthly is best. Um, I like to reassess kind of at the end of the month what I've gotten accomplished the previous, you know, the month that I'm in, um, and also flip that page or, you know, slide your screen to the next month so that you see what's coming up. I think there's nothing worse than when I flip my calendar and I see, oh, my gosh, tomorrow I have all these things to do or yeah. better do. 
um, <laughs> that's really overwhelming. Um, so I think it's good, you know, that last week of the month, look back at what you've gotten done, what you still need to finish, um, and get a heads up on what's coming. That makes a lot of sense, keeping yourself prepared for sure. Um, and we had mentioned, too, um, lifelong learning, the professional requirements. Um, I know things vary so much from state to state. Not every state has the same requirements to um, re-up your license. And uh, th- that's kind of confusing to people, too. Um, so lifelong learning um, does entail more than just the CE portion of it. I mean, you need this because that's what nurses do. You have to keep learning in order to know what's the best thing. Um, what do you have um, that you can contribute with the CEs and renewing your license and how to keep up with that? Um, well, as far as the CE component, um, all of Lippincott's nursing journals that are on Nursing Center, the ones that have CE components, um, you can take your CE right online. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have a guide to state nursing associations, to all the state boards of nursing. So you can, you know, see what your requirements are for renewal, what the renewal cycle is, link to the state board of nursing for more information. Um, And then we have, you know, recommended CE based on your state. So maybe if your state is um, like a two-year renewal and you need 30 contact hours, um, you might want to take advantage of certain programs that we have on nursing centers, to, you know, whether it's to save money or you want to see a collection related to heart failure. Um, we have recommendations based on what your state requires. So some states even have topical requirements mm-hmm. um, a lot um, now for – there are some with, for HIV, um, child abuse, uh, domestic violence. So you can find out what those requirements are, and we can recommend continuing education activities to meet those requirements or send you to where you need to go to meet those requirements. Um, another component to lifelong learning is um, certification in your specialty. Mm, yes. And, you know, there are so many nursing certifications And we are are. continuously adding to our certification guide, both from what our our members of Nursing Center tell us, like, hey, you don't have my certification listed. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm certified in. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's wonderful. Like, we didn't know about this, and we add it, or things that we kind of find along the way. (coughs) Um, Membership in professional organizations, fantastic way to maintain your lifelong learning Mm-hmm. Networking with colleagues, um, a lot of professional organizations have so many perks to membership, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, an associated journal, conferences, continuing education activities. Um, returning to school is another big one. Continue your learning. Um, read, 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 evidence-based, peer-reviewed nursing journals, medical journals. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of every opportunity you can to learn. If there's a new treatment or procedure, you know, get involved and try to be part of it um, or just to um, observe it so you can mm-hmm. learn. Yep. You know, attend your in-services, read journals, just take advantage of every opportunity to keep learning. It's almost like uh, nursing is learning. 
you know, once once you start, that's what you're going to be doing the rest of your your career because everything changes and you need to keep up to date with it. It's it's fascinating, actually. So definitely is. Yes, definitely is. Um, and one thing that I forgot to mention that I wanted to, and it kind of goes along the the lines of lifelong learning, is that when people hear you're a nurse or, you know, your family members, your friends know you're a nurse, they come to you with questions. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm a women's health NP, but the questions I get completely unrelated to women's health. (laughs) You know, just people hear that you're a nurse and they expect you to have this certain standard and have this certain knowledge. And even if you don't have it, you need to know how to find it. That's what I was going to say. That is probably key to any nurse is that if you don't know it, that's okay. You just need to know where to go to find it. Right. And by God, from what you were just saying with Lippincott, there there's some great resources there. Um, especially we we do get calls and, and emails from individuals quite often on, you know, what is my state practice? What is my na- state nursing practice? What do I need to recertify and what do I need to keep my license up? So it's really great to know that there's one area where we can, you know, refer people to or people can go to find that information. So um, the Lippincott Nursing Center, right? Yes. Okay. Yep, it's just nursingcenter.com, and that is one of our biggest challenges is state requirements and renewal information because even if you visit your State Board of Nursing website, sometimes it can be a little bit tricky to find exactly what you need. Um, Or if you, you know, want to research becoming licensed in a state, <coughs> it can be tricky because, mm-hmm. you, you know, as a nurse in Pennsylvania, um, I'll get reminders from the State Board of Nursing, I'll get emails, but if I, for states that I'm not licensed in, you don't get that information mm-hmm. sent automatically to you. And sometimes it's in the Nurse Practice Act for your state, which is, you know, a pretty long document mm-hmm. to kind of go through. So we have a great team that does that research, pulls out the important information, and keeps our um, information up to date. That's awesome because it's it's hard for, you know, I know getting these questions and stuff, where to point people to. It's just ever-changing and different from place to place, so it's good to have um, the knowledge of where to go to find that stuff. Very, very good. Um, Lisa, this has been a very interesting conversation. Um, is is the nursing my nursing care plan going to be something that, we're going to see continued and um, actually can follow progress and what's going on with it? Absolutely. So I did a mid-year update on my own nursing care plan, um, and I'll continue to do updates on how I'm coming along in my care plan. Um, And, Michelle, honestly, just from our conversation, you've sparked some ideas of things we can add or tweak, um, so I appreciate this call has been very helpful to me too. Oh, good, good. I think that's the the real cool thing about nursing is that we can learn so much from each other. And just having a conversation, like you said, can spark so many different things. So I appreciate you joining us today. This is um, just so much fun to talk to other people and, and find out what they're doing and how they're enhancing themselves as well as their nursing careers to get, you know, great outcomes for our patients. Um, You have provided me with some uh, 
websites, some links, and I'm going to make sure that we have those. There's one to your nursing, my nursing care plan, um, and that also has pieces on meeting the professional requirements, um, how to become the lifelong learner in nursing, maintaining your work-life balance. You have the YouTube video, which I thought was just great. Um, as you mentioned, uh, the, the mid-year update to my nursing care plan, and all those other links that are available on uh, nursingcenter.com. So I'll make sure that we have those available to our listeners on our website, um, INS website, ins1.org. And um, if there's anything else we need to find as far as um, maintaining and, and working on our nursing stuff, we can find it with you guys then. Absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely. Well, good. Thank you so much again for joining me today. And I look forward, I guess, to starting my own nursing care plan. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Michelle.